This is Think Smart with TMFG, your weekly podcast of what's newsworthy and relevant to everyday Canadians. With your host, Senior Financial Advisor Rob McClelland and Mike Conan of Asante Capital Management. This week on Think Smart with TMFG, Mike and I will dis- be discussing the need for speed. Mike, our patience in life is growing thinner. We seem to want everything very fast, very quick, no mistakes. It's the perfect world, isn't it? It is. And and most of the world is able to deliver things with lightning speed. I guess it's funny. We were talking today about, uh, we're just getting the season. We're about to go into hockey playoffs. And uh, of course, the hockey pools go out and all that. And uh, you get you get your online application and you go and you pick your 10 players. And you probably spend about, what, what do we spend now, 10 or 15 minutes to pick it? picking a hockey pool. Remember back in the day we were talking about it, we have all young uh, staff working with us. Hockey hockey playoffs used to be a big thing because everyone had a hockey pool. And one guy would call you up and say, come on over to my house, we're going to our picks. And you have all your list and your papers out of who you wanted to pick. Uh, the guy would you'd, buy a you'd case. buy the hockey news and you'd get all the stats that if you could get the year-end stats, it was even better. But that was hard to get. There'd be three pizzas and a case of beer, and you'd all go. There'd be 10 guys that went to one guy's house, and you'd do your picks, and it would take about four or five hours. But I still remember it being one of the great four or five hours every year that I'd enjoy so much. And you'd (laughs) pick maybe 15 players, but you'd go one player at a time. So the minute a player got picked, no one else could pick that player. Yeah. And now you go and you pick your 15 players, but Everyone could have the same players. So there's really only a few players that are different on each team. So sometimes speed is not always uh, the greatest thing. You know, another thing I was looking at too is, uh, you know, I I love music. I'm a big uh, fan of all music. And a long time ago, we used to always appreciate albums. There were some great albums created. And these albums were, there was Carole King, Tapestry, all the Beatles albums, all these phenomenal albums that you listen to from beginning to end. And, you know, over the past 10, 15 years, things have moved more to singles. So artists would put out a single on the radio. And that's how they used to have to make money. People would go on on you know, whatever it is, uh, Apple Music, and buy singles. So that's how people would make a living. I was on my satellite radio, and there's a station called TikTok Radio. And believe it or not, TikTok is the 15 seconds or whatever go on TikTok. They usually have background music through that. And right now, a lot of artists are getting a lot of their money coming from their TikTok plays. Now, this is 15 seconds of your song. So it went from an album to a song to a 15-second clip of your song. That's now you're getting paid on. So this is how impatient the world has got. (laughs) When I'm in the car and if I've got one of my kids, they are constantly, they'll play a song for 30 seconds and flips to another song. They do not listen to the entire song. Or rarely do they listen to the entire song. As they get a little older, they start listening to the entire song. But certainly when they're in their teens, it's 15 to 30 seconds. What about communication, Mike? How has that changed? You know, mail. We used to get our mail delivered five days a week. I think it was six at one point, wasn't it? Well, maybe. I think we used to get it It Saturdays. It was was delivered to the door. And how has that evolved? 
We went from mail, which again, used to have to wait for mail. And next we went to the era of faxes. And faxes were the newest invention. Remember when faxes came out and you could actually fax a document, which was incredible because if someone in Calgary wanted something done, you used to have to wait three days to get the mail and sign another three days back at least. So you're at least a week and a half to get a document processed. Faxes opened up this whole world where we could get documents processed almost, you know, in, I won't say an immediate fashion, but a pretty uh, quick fashion. We, what- then, we then moved to emails, right? So I remember there was one point with faxes, you'd come in in the morning and we'd literally have 50 pieces of paper of things that were sent to us overnight. Most of it was junk. Yep. So you knew that was coming to an end and we moved to emails. So emails was re- really fast. You could send off an email to get it. Can't get any faster than that, can you? It can't. <laughs> then right? we moved to instant messaging because <laughs> emails just were not quick enough. You had to, because you had to open your email. Now we had instant messaging where the, the emails actually came through you and your phone buzzed the second they came in. And you can have your favorites. So you have your, you know, your your few channels. You have your family members and a couple of good friends and 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 you're getting instant communication. I'm still in shock now when I order things. How quickly, when you go to Amazon, the email shows up to say, you, you've, I can spend two hours booking a trip. And within eight seconds, the trip has now been, the itinerary is in my email. It's so quick now, the the communication, how fast this stuff moves. You're, you're not waiting for someone to send the paperwork out for you to sign. No, everything's confirmed immediately. I got to say, I think the speed on, on communications is just awesome. I don't have any complaints about that. Next, we go to banking. So banking's been interesting. We used to, you know, this was before ATMs. We would go in and we would line up in a line and there'd be three or four tellers there, sometimes more. And and you would be in that line. You knew you were in that line somewhere between 10 minutes and 30 minutes. And then we got this bank machine out in front and it was better. Now, it wasn't for everyone. I remember my father could never master the ATM. It just... He came to, too late in life for him, and he never did his own banking anyways, so he just never was able to complete that. And it started off where ATMs were just to get cash, right? Just to start, just get cash out of your bank account. Then but you were paying bills. Then you're paying bills. Now and you can transfer money. You can transfer money. Some machines even have U.S. funds, so now you can get your U.S. dollars out of some some areas. So they, they've advanced quite a bit what they can do at a bank machine. So now you can still go and talk to a teller. You can still go to a bank machine, but we now have online banking. So you can sit in your home. You can be watching the Leaf game and doing your banking. You can be having dinner. You can be having breakfast. You can be still in bed and do your banking. It's instantaneous. Someone says they need money. You can transfer them that money. It's in their bank account in minutes. And you don't even need for them to approve it. It just goes... As long as they, they have it set up on auto deposit, it goes in. Yeah, paying people is so easy now. It's even when you go to Kijiji and buy something, you go to someone's house and it's two seconds, just transfer the money to them. It's it's a very convenient way to do business. No change is needed anymore. No, it's very simple. So funny story, I have always had auto deposit. Well, at least for the last few years, I've had auto deposit on. So my wife and I share a joint bank account, plus we have our own individual uh, or sorry, a joint email account, and we are, have our own individual email accounts. So household stuff always goes to the joint account. Anyways, it used to, if money would come to me, it would go directly into my bank account. 
So one day I got the smart idea to set my wife up on auto deposit as well. Only problem is now any money I receive goes into her bank account. <laughs> <laughs> Worked well for her. <laughs> what other changes besides online banking? You know, you had mentioned putting holds on checks. I said, said with You've all obviously this, had some experience with that. Uh, all the speed in the banks and they still want to put a hold for two weeks on a check, which I don't quite understand. But uh, hey, it's not perfect yet. <laughs> well, the part that always I don't understand, you have my credit rating, right? Yeah. You, you know uh, it's a deposit from somewhere. I've never had anything go bad in terms of a deposit. Yeah. So why are you still putting a hold on the money? A 30-year perfect history and they're you know, still putting I, a hold on it. I received $5,000 from something for someone. I, I've, I've had a 30-year track record. I got a great credit score and you're still putting a hold on my money. Yeah, and it's not even, it's not the money, it's just the inconvenience. Like if we get something, I want someone to move the money somewhere or put it somewhere else. And it just, it then I have to put in my brain to do two weeks later. Oh, just a pain. What about investments? We've been we've been through an, an an evolution. You've touched on this probably in a few podcasts, but how did we used to have to do account updates for clients? We used to have to get the financial post, and uh, there was a page in there that had every mutual fund price at the end of the previous day's close. So you get that in the morning, and you'd go to a Lotus one two three sheet because this is before we used Excel. And you'd go and you'd, you'd call the fund company, get all the amounts of units in each uh, account because there was no way other than calling the fund company. So you'd have the account numbers listed for those clients. You'd call the company. They would give you the amount of units. Then you'd go and put in your unit price. And then you'd create a spreadsheet would tell you what someone's net worth was. It sounds archaic, doesn't it? It does sound archaic. And now you can literally go online on your phone, update any account, anytime, anywhere. You know, you go online at 8.30 at night and you can get market close values of your mutual funds on your statement. Yeah. It's it, instantaneous. So efficient. And even settlement days on mutual funds have been reduced. You know, they, they used to be longer. And it now used they, to be five days, then it was three. three. Now, now they're talking to moving it to a day. Yeah. I think it's two now, isn't it? It uh, keeps on getting shorter and shorter. So, you know, it, it's been very good, uh, the advancement and how far we've come. And the financial field has led them very strongly. So all of this sounds great. Speed, quick information. How does that line up with successful investing? Unfortunately, not that well. The key to investments is always patience. And again, this push towards speed and having everything immediately and have to see immediate results and everything is very different than what you want as a long-term investor. And there is a bit of a problem in there because people have turned their mind to focus on the, the speed that you can do everything rather than the quality that things uh, are. So the problem as I see it is, you know, let's say you put $100,000 into an account and you invest it and you want to look at it 12 months later. It would be great if it was worth $110,000. You'd made $10,000. But it's just as likely to be $110,000 or $105,000 or $100,000 or there's a chance it could only be $98,000. Now, if I looked at it five years from now, pretty much 
almost guaranteed that it's at least 110,000. It's very unlikely that it's 98,000, but it could also be 150,000. Go out 10 years, it's probably could be 200,000. Probably is going to be 150 is the average. Very rarely will it still be 100,000 or less. So that's all about time. Speed yep. has nothing to do with that. And, and investors, the, the data is that investors are still trading their mutual funds every two to three years. We've seen this with the results that you get from a lot of these uh, do-it-yourself you know, sites where people go and the returns just aren't there over time. Uh, they have trouble competing. The more transactions you have, the less you return. Uh, they say it's like soap, you know, the more you play with it, the quicker it disappears. And that's what happens. The more you play with your account, the faster it disappears. There's, we've seen this recently within, if you look at the value premiums, we talk about these value and growth premiums, and we always have a value type of approach. For a period of time there, growth was outperforming value. And it was tough to justify to people why we continue this value approach. And there was about a two or three year period where we had to struggle with being a value investor rather than a growth investor because all those, what we call the FANG stocks, were doing so well. But in the recent two to three years, we've seen a whole turnaround in what part of the market is performing well. All of a sudden, we've seen value do a lot better than growth. But again, without the patience, you can't reap that reward. So is patience a cop-out for financial advisors? Not really. Like if we're preaching to our clients that you need to be patient, it sounds to me like a cop-out. Well, why, why couldn't you get me a 20% return in my first year? You know, we've watched a lot of advertisements try to turn that around and try to act like it, it, your advisor's not doing anything because they have a very steady ap approach. But remember, they profit from transactions. The people that go against patients are usually people that profit from transactionary accounts. We, we found, like, when you look at Warren Buffett, what he's done over the year, it's all about patience. Good companies and hold. I always think that, you know, if, they, if they're actually making 20% on their money, they really don't need to go and manage your money. They're doing so well on the money that they're managing and making such big profits on it. They should just focus on that and nothing else. Why would they want to complicate their lives by managing other people's money? Yep. But they have a, they have a hidden objective. So... I guess the, the story of the podcast is life is getting faster and it's not going to stop. It's not going to slow down. Investing in some ways has gotten faster, but standing pat and sticking with a strategy is still the same. It yeah. is still the best strategy. Time is what delivers returns. Yeah. Investments reward patience. Certainly does. If you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to share it with your friends and family members. This is Rob and Mike with Think Smart from the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management, reminding you to live the life that makes you happy. That brings us to the end of another week. Thank you for joining us. If you're looking for a financial advisor, visit our website at TMFG. Dot ca or call us at 905-771-5200. This episode has been brought to you by the McClellan Financial Group 
of Asante Capital Management, reminding you to live the life that makes you happy. You've been listening to the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management Limited. Asante Capital Management Limited is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Insurance products and services are provided through Asante Estate and Insurance Services Incorporated. This material is provided for general information and is subject to change without notice. Every effort has been made to compile this material from reliable sources. However, no warranty can be made as to its accuracy or completeness. Before acting on any of the previous information, please make sure to see a professional advisor for individual financial advice based on your personal circumstances. The opinions expressed are those of the authors and not necessarily those of Asante Capital Management Limited.